Hey everyone, uh, before you start the episode today, we just wanted to give you a heads up on something real quick. Ellie, me, and Eric had a lot of fun discussing stuff, so we just wanted to let you know that our news section is a little long today. Just, just so you know, it does go for about 20 to 30 minutes, Ellie. Yeah. So, there's a lot of great stuff in there, but if you're tuning in for the 7 Deadly Sin stuff, it is there, trust us. We'll get to it eventually. Um, with that, back to the show. This podcast is part of the Dark Myths Collective. Visit darkmyths.org to discover more shows like this one. The darkness awaits. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Zing This. Yes, you are hearing that correctly. Ellie is officially back on a Monday episode. My voice is back. But she'll be gone next week yep. and the week after. Florida, here yes. I come. We'll, we'll have you explain that at the end of the oh, episode. Okay, but I'm um, sorry. But she's back. Everyone cheer. Yay. But we've got new stuff to talk about. And joining us for our news section is the great, the powerful, our Nintendo expert, Eric. How do you know my language? I just know it. <laughs> Interesting. So he's here to talk with to to have his insight on, of course, our news stories. But there's a Nintendo Direct thing that happened apparently. That while me and Ellie do like Nintendo, we just didn't feel like we'd be giving it the right amount of oomph. Exactly. So that's why he's here. Aw, oh, shucks. Anytime. <laughs> You're making me a regular host on this. Great. I'd love to accept. Where do I sign? What's my salary? <laughs> um, <laughs> half of nothing. <laughs> Actually, one third of nothing. Yeah, I was gonna right. say one third. Okay. Come on. Uh, you know, I was I was planning on bringing a negotiator, but I'm I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. All right. Well, we've got we'll get to Nintendo Direct and some trailers, but we got some other stuff first. Something that I've wanted to talk about. Something that I'm super excited about. Nicholas Cage, the great Nicholas Cage, is finally fulfilling one of his lifelong dreams and is playing. The voice of Superman in the Teen Titans Go to the Movies movie that will be coming out this summer. So, am I the only one excited about Nicolas Cage being in a movie? I'm not. I'm, I'm totally excited. I mean, just in general. Oh, okay. Because he's awesome and I, Nick Cage be in any movie. I don't, I don't know about Superman, but sure. He, he was, but it comes full circle. It does come full circle. <laughs> it does, because he was born to play... Superman, in the sense of there was the Superman lives with his weird like crystal suit, armor suit, long thing. hair, yeah. um, all that. But he, it, it, I know that this is something he's wanted to always do is play Superman. So I guess he's finally getting his wish, and I, I'm very interested to see his take on Superman, especially in the Teen Titans movie, well, Teen Titans Go movie. Yeah. And Ellie, I know you have some um, interesting opinions about Teen Titans Go. I've been watching a lot of it again recently. That show for me is solid gold, <laughs> just because yes. of how over the top it is. And That's your go-to nightly show now. It, it, it is. It, it's a nice show to turn on when I'm going to bed at night because you know what? You really don't need your brain on for a lot of that show. <laughs> that is true. And that's what I love about it. It's 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 a great show. I love it, and I love that they're having a movie. And I'm I am I am fully on board for this adventure that 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 we're gonna go on with now. Nicolas Cage voicing Superman. So if I wasn't excited before. Dang it, am I excited now. I don't, I don't know if anyone else has any more opinions on that before we move on. About? About Nick, Nick, Nick Cage being Superman. Or no. Teen Titans. 
Oh, Teen Titans. Yes, I'm excited. Awesome. For, for Teen Titans Go, do we finally get you? No, I'm excited to just go to the movies to see oh. Teen Titans Go. Oh, so, so, so you're excited about the go to the movies part of the Teen Titans Go to the movies? Yes. Of course you are. Well, there was another thing that's been floating around about possible Green Lantern, Hal Jordan casting, or somebody they want to maybe get to play Hal Jordan. But I am going to save that. Because while Ellie's gone, I've lined up some special guest hosts and people. And one of the episodes will be a Legendarium-level discussion on the Green Lantern mythos. Oh, man. Ellie is falling asleep just from me saying... Oh, I'm missing that one. (laughs) So, we will have that discussion later about the possible casting. Or possible who they maybe want to cast. But, now some video game news. Not Nintendo Direct yet. We'll, We'll get to you. Sounds good. All right. So some video game news. Dante is apparently going. Dante of Devil May Cry fame is apparently going to be coming to Monster Hunter in some way, shape, and or form. Yes. A meme comes to life, featuring Dante from Devil May Cry, and then you can actually say that. I know it, it is true. <laughs> also, on a note on this, I'm excited. Uh, Cap- Capcom and everything with Monster Hunter is doing a really great job of you know adding some of their interesting repertoire of. Yes other games and other franchises and stuff so that's very cool but there is also the possibility of we did just get the dante the um devil may cry collection re-released again again and there's a possibility (laughs) that they are going to do a remake of the first one they have shown interest in possibly doing that so Mm. i i'd Mm. I'd love to play the first one remastered Mm -hmm. again with some like update controls and stuff like that yes the old spit polish now, which version of Dante is coming? It's not. It's it's not is the it DM. Emo? No, it's it's not DMC. It is it is the original. Oh. I I, I can one. I I don't, I don't even need to look to know that it's not that one. <laughs> well, I'm excited either way. I should I tell everybody our story about Monster Hunter and how it came to our house and. Sure. Let's let's let, let's detract real quick from that. Is it like you heard a scratching at the door and it was like like you thought it was a puppy or something and it was just a copy, sure copy of, a copy it, of it laying there? Well, Zinger, mm-hmm. even though it's weird to call you that, um, has been wanting to get Monster Hunter, and we usually split most of our games. Unless um, it's just one that is blatantly, obviously one-sided for us. You didn't split Dragon Ball Fighter Z, right? No. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> it, it is safe to say that was me. That was one hundred percent me. That was that was Justin. Um, so he got it, and I was like, "No, I'm not splitting it with you because I'm not that interested in playing it." I I've have, got other games coming have, out, which I do. I we have we so do, but I I kept arguing. I'm like. Monster Hunter is that game that's going to sit there, and you're going to—it's going to be like Skyrim. You're going to play it for years. Well, and the problem is, I just happen to sit there um, and watch you start it. She also, by the way, somebody um, doesn't know how to make characters, so I had yes. to—I had to, you know, be moderator for that. <laughs> I know how to make characters. I just have to make them in Ellie's presence now. Otherwise, twenty hours into the game, I hear, "Oh my gosh, your character's hideous," <laughs> <laughs> and it really does bother him so much that he will restart the game and make it. Though now in Monster, <laughs> though now in Monster Hunter, you can edit your character apparently. Y- yes, you so, can. Yes. So if if I had made a mistake, right. We would be good. But no, I I watched you play for a little while, and um, I was intrigued. 
And I, so then I snuck no, no, it. No, 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 no. Flash to me the next oh, day. Okay. Sitting there, and I get a text going, I'll send you the money when I get paid. <laughs> I'm like, for what? Monster Hunter. <laughs> well, because I was sneaking it, trying to play it while you were at work. Didn't work, did it? Well, it did work. I well, it didn't work clean. that, yeah, I was about to say, it didn't work that, yes. that you weren't playing it and being that interested in it. So, it's, and it's an... It's a game that... I'm sure we could do an episode about it once we get more into it. Well, yeah, and, and we need to move a PS4 to another TV, because it would be nice if it'll play together. It would be, but we would also have to buy another copy. Ugh, I know, that's true. I just don't like playing with other people. And in this game, you kind of do. Yeah. By the to. way, yeah. quick mention, Um, I was fighting one of the bigger monsters, and it's like, why don't you send off an SOS flare? I did... These two guys popped in out of nowhere, freaking butchered the thing, and I was like standing there just like in awe, like, right. just mere ways. Let me guess, you didn't contribute at all to the fight. He just stood there going. Yeah. Good job, guys. Yes. Or girls. We don't I, know. And, they, and they, they, they came, killed, and left. You know, I'm okay with that, because I'm going to be honest with you, that is... I love MMOs, but I don't like PvP, and I don't like that kind of stuff. So, if it's as simple as people PV, being able PVE. to... PvE. Oh, I don't like PvP. No. Uh, no, I was saying PvE, because yeah, that's what this is. Um, I don't mind that so much, and I like the fact that people can literally just go in, help you kill it, and go. Because mm-hmm. I really don't need to be bothered by them tagging along with me. That's annoying. All right. Like I said, if, yes. if we do have fans of Monster Hunter, let us know. We yeah, probably will do a full fun. episode on it at some point. Yeah. We just wanted to mention it because I thought that was very cool that, they, that Dante had been announced for it. But speaking of characters getting into games that they might not fit into, even though he kind of does, guess who's been announced for the next Soul Calibur game as their featured character or one of their featured characters? Wow, that's awesome. I didn't know that. Yeah. Actually, funny thing. I'm looking uh, at the screen. That's why I said that. Funny thing. Um... <laughs> There, I, I actually knew about this a few days before they announced it. They, uh-huh. they said that there was a high probability that Geralt of Rivia from the Witcher series was going to be the featured character in the next Soul Calibur game. So then Witcher announced they were going to have a big announcement coming out the next oh, day. Oh, okay. Like the next day. And, I'm, and the next day I'm like excited. I'm like, hey, what, what's the announcement? And one of my coworkers is like, um, he's going to be in Soul Calibur. I'm like, yeah, I know. But what's the big announcement? Because I thought it was something else, and you now, wanted another Witcher I, game. I, I I know it's not happening. I didn't know if there's something else, but you know what? The Soul Calibur game is always fun to have cameo characters in, uh-huh. so I think he would definitely work great in that. Yes. being that he is a a swordsman of the highest highest order, everything. So I can see that. All right, it is time for our Nintendo Direct, and there are two movie trailers we'll get to afterwards, and then we'll get into our main topic. Where we will discuss what our what our deadly sins are, but um, oh, wow, and and I I I'm calling this a mini legendarium, a mini legendarium on seven deadly sins. But Eric, you're here. You have been waiting patiently, commenting from the from from the peanut gallery. I have been in the peanut gallery. Now, now it is your turn to step up to the plate, sir, and you can point your bat into the outfield and call your shot. Cause let us know. What was so impressive about Nintendo Direct? <laughs> um, well, first off, for people listening who aren't familiar, just real quick, Nintendo every few months does these online presentations called Nintendo Directs. Uh, you usually only get 24 to 48 hours notice that they're going to come. Uh, and what they are is they are presentations talking about upcoming games, 
sometimes new information about already announced games. Sometimes brand new reveals. Uh, this one in particular, this was they had a mini direct back in January where it was actually just kind of dropped out of nowhere. There were some hints online that it was coming, but it was just on a Thursday morning. It was like, hey, here it is. And it was like kind of short, few announcements. Uh, this was the first true direct of this year. So, um, so Nintendo started off, they actually spent a few minutes talking about the 3DS, um, and I think that was to kind of reassure people, because everyone was like, alright, the Switch is out, the 3DS, they're going to kind of forget about. They actually had some pretty big uh, announcements for the 3DS, um, a remake or port of the GameCube launch game, Luigi's Mansion, Ooh. Uh, that's coming there. Um, later on, actually, they talked about uh, Captain Toad, which is coming to the Switch, which was a Wii U game, is also coming to the 3DS, so it's sort of like, hey, here's this game that the dozen people who had a Wii U played, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> including myself. Actually, I didn't, I didn't, I played someone else's copy. Uh, and then a few other things, and uh, a remake of Mario and Luigi, Bowser's Inside Story, which is one of the Mario and Luigi RPGs, which they just said is coming out in 2019, and I think that was their way of saying, it's going to go beyond this year. We're still supporting the 3DS, but that was the first like five minutes of this 30-minute Direct. They got that out of the way. Um, so then they started talking about the Switch. A lot of awesome stuff coming to the Switch. Um, one of my biggest hopes for the Switch uh, was the uh, was South Park, the Fractured But Whole, and that got announced. And as soon as I saw that pop up on screen, I was like, yes, and that's coming out next month. Uh, I think April 24th is the date. So, Are they going to have the Stick of Truth be available at some point, too? They not? have not said, but I'm oh. hoping they will because I have both, played that and I loved it. By the way, both are again. great games. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So, I'm, I'm super excited. I watched you play... Uh, like five minutes of uh, of Fracture But Whole, so yeah. I'm very excited to uh, to get my copy and and play on on my TV or on the go. So uh, some other cool stuff. I'm try uh, Okami HD is coming uh, for the umpteenth million time. Right, Okami. exactly. <laughs> Which I, I by, by the way I love that game, but there have been and, and is this a top down redo or is this just another port? I'm sorry to put you on the spot. I'm, that I'm I'm not sure. I know that it's because isn't it already out on Xbox? Yeah, one and yeah, and PS4. Place, yeah, and, I, uh, I haven't computer. played it. I don't know anyone who has played it. I don't. So I don't know if it's just HD graphics or if they added in new stuff. I'm not sure, but it's it's whatever version is out for yeah. PS4 and Xbox okay. and One X. Um, Little Nightmares, which I've never played, but it looks really cool. Um, Do tell. It's uh, it's from uh, Namco's publishing. It's an indie produced game though and it's like a, a horror platformer it kind of has a weird tim burton-esque kind of look to it uh. um i had never even i'd heard of it but i never really looked into it but it has a cool art style uh may have to look into it um i'm excited for that that should be cool um they said they were going to spend talk, uh, time talking about mario tennis aces which is coming out a lot of people are excited because that has uh, kind of an adventure mode like some of the game boy color mario sports title so you can mm -hmm. play these sports games but there's kind of like an adventure uh those were almost like rpgs with like leveling up and stuff like this i'm not they haven't really talked too too much about it so we'll find out more as it gets closer and then they uh they talked about a huge uh dlc expansion coming for splatoon with a story mode Ooh. and all sorts of stuff and it looks really cool and uh that was about it Oh wait a second! There was one more thing. Uh, so yes, they they pull a, pull a uh, but wait, there's one more thing, and it cuts to what looks like the first trailer for the first Splatoon from 2014 Z3. And as soon as I see that, I go, 
this is either something Splatoon 1 related big is coming to 2, or this is Super Smash Brothers. And sure enough, the Inkling is walking away from the screen and it goes dark and then this big glowing thing appears and I go, that's going to be the Smash logo. And sure enough, reflected in the in the Inkling's pupil was the Smash Brothers logo. And then very sinister, almost, silhouettes of Mario and Link. And not just any Link, Breath of the Wild Link. Ooh. And then logo, 2018. So by the end of this year, we will have a brand new Super Smash Brothers. And that's huge. That's huge. I I, I know that I love Smash Brothers. Um I, I now have the itch to get a switch. Um, wow, that, that, that a rhyme. switch itch. Yeah, I, 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 I have a <laughs> switch itch. <laughs> I have a switch itch I now. Um, I want to also um, totally ready to see what characters are going to be adding because you know they add a ton of crazy characters to those games. So. That's always so. So Splatoon being added, best. not surprised, but I'm wondering who else they're going to have in the roster. So it's kind of interesting. Early um, predictions. So well. Here's the thing. I think it's going to even go beyond who are they going to add. I think we're going to see a lot of characters redone because the original 12 characters from Super Smash Brothers on Nintendo 64 have been in all... They're the characters. All 12 have always been in Mm -hmm. every version of the game. Some of those characters have basically remained unchanged since their first iteration. I mean, other than the addition of side special moves and melee on the GameCube... Some of these characters have got no new moves, maybe some balance patches. Uh, Smash Brothers 4 on 3DS and Wii U got some balance patches. So other than that, though, they've kind of remained unchanged. And in the trailer, you see, um, you know, the, the Inklings are looking on. And you see the silhouettes of Smash Brothers veterans, and uh, you see Mario. But then Link is very specifically the Breath of the Wild version of Link. It's not the normal green tunic, green cap version who's been in all of the other mm-hmm. Smash Brothers. So, this has a lot of people thinking we're going to see some brand new versions of existing characters. Character. Of existing characters yeah. that we could see. Because there's so much they can do. I mean, so many games have come out for not all of these characters, but a lot of them. That they have so much potential for movesets for. So, just in terms of existing roster, I think we could see some big some big shakeups, but in terms of new characters, um, obviously the, the, the Inklings are going to be there. We've seen both the boy and the girl in the trailer, mm-hmm. so it could do what happened in the last Smash Brothers, where it could be it can be one character that has um, sort of palette swaps, where you can have four girl versions, four boy versions. And I also thought, too, even before the, um, the trailer was revealed, I thought, you know, there's enough weapon variety in Splatoon. You could have two, you could have the boy Inkling and the girl Inkling be their own separate characters with completely different moves pulling from guns, or you could have the rollers and be a more, yeah. um, or paintbrush and be a more up-close and uh, melee kind of character. You've got different sub-weapons. You could have a huge variety just between the two, but I think it'll be a palette swap, uh, kind of like the villager or the Wii Fit trainer um, in the last Smash. Um, Another thing a lot of people are saying, uh, last summer, ARMS came out, which is a new fighting game franchise, yes. and a lot of people are saying Springman and Ribbon Girl are two ripe for inclusion characters, and I mean, they're from a fighting game, they have moves to pull from, and they're bright and colorful and would add to the variety. Um, so yeah, it's. I think between now and E3, we're not going to get anything else. It'll okay. be a pleasant surprise if we do, but I think this was, it's coming, um, September, Nintendo has said they're doing their pay is when they're launching their paid online, 
and usually when they have a big new service they try to have a game or two at least ready to take advantage of so that. you so think if you're going to speculate on a date i'm thinking september or whenever if, unless they change the month but they have firmly said september this is coming out the online that would service, get it out so. perfectly in time to have make sure that the supplies Perfect. A, a steady stream yep. of supply of it will be in during the holidays absolutely so I think so I think I think September is the is the date but if not then I think they're going to announce something at E3 or a couple things to launch with the online and then save this for like their November or maybe an early December title but um, I'm hoping for that September that'll be great this would be the shortest I think pretty much since from announcement to launch cuz the past couple there've been a year and a half yeah. two years almost between uh, things coming in uh, are being announced and, and actually coming out. So, but I think this is going to be this is going to be coming quick. So I'm excited. All right, movie trailer time because there's been two big trail. Well, one huge trailer and then another one that got released. So, The Crimes of Grindelwald. Ellie, walk us through this because I I. I I, I like Harry Potter. The Fantastic Beast ones are not ones I've really latched uh, into yet. I don't know. Well, there's only been I, one. I love Harry Potter. I have not seen Fantastic Beast yet. Oh. I still okay. have not seen. I want to. It's on my to watch list, and I have not yet. I love it. I okay. I fell in love with it. I think I, Newt is my man. He's awesome. Newt Scamander. Yes, <laughs> he's he's so cool. Um, I mean it's. It starts out, they're appearing on that bridge. Going towards Hogwarts. Yes. Um, I don't I don't know how, like, in-depth you want to get. I mean, it looks really cool. You I, I, just, I just wanted your... I mean, because like I said, I mean, we're both Harry Potter fans, but this, this, this whole thing is, of course, leading up to the Great Wizarding War. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, that's cool and all. It's just, like I said, I, I kind of... I'm not saying I don't like these. I kind of want to have a few of them out so I could watch them in rapid succession. Too. Yeah, I, I think that's well. When, when I'll finally get into them is when like I have like a, a trilogy. Mer- <laughs> yeah, a, a, a trilogy or however because they're doing they're they're doing a good number of these, aren't they? I thought they were. I don't know the exact like what this like you know yeah, the plan is. I think they're doing. It's kind of like Star Wars where they've got like several little yeah in the works stuff coming yeah. up. Yeah. Um, I mean, and Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them is definitely a movie where I think you need to watch it a few times. Because I remember the first time I watched it, I definitely missed a lot. When I watched it a second time, I was like, oh, I didn't see that. I didn't remember that, mm-hmm. you know. But what really drew me into that first movie is just just the beasts. It was so cool to see all the different stuff and... Um, just all their different powers, and I, I don't know. I I really it was different. Like it was a different yeah. spin on the, the world, world of this universe. Um, try not to say Harry Potter. <laughs> um, but it, 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 it's it, I think they have it as the Wizarding World or something mm-hmm. was kind of the new tag thing for it. Yeah, I'm not for sure. I thought it popped up that logo or something. Yeah. It, it did because I think yeah I think yeah, the yeah. Title, yeah. It, it had it a ton of wands around yeah, it. Yeah, obviously okay. does not say Harry Potter. Yeah, I, I, I think it's yeah. Um, even though I still want, I want an adult movie like discussion for another. Actually, discussion very soon because Ellie, do you want to make? I, I know we've announced this several times, but do well, you want so to make finish. sure to hammer home something? Yeah, I was gonna say so, but I'm excited about this this new movie coming out. Um, I can't wait to see more trailers. 
you know, so we can get some more information. But it was nice to see all the main characters coming back, mm -hmm. especially how the first one ends. Yeah. I was I was kind of surprised, but not really about some of the people that were in it. Um, but I, I don't know. I'm excited. I, the first trailer does definitely pique my interest. I can't wait for November. And what will be starting in April for us, LA on Zingness? Woo! <laughs> Our Zingness Watch This is the World of Harry Potter movies. So not Fantastic Yes, Beasts, we will but... be doing starting at year one and yep. going all the way through to... Um, the two parts of year yes. seven. <laughs> yes, um, we'll, we'll be doing all those. We have special guests lined up, so that's... Yes. It's exciting. So um, excited. So we, we're doing that. That That's our next big, big movie thing lined up since we just mm -hmm. finished Spider the Spider-Man trilogy, the Sam Raimi Spider-Man trilogy, yes. which, by the way, if you want to listen to Spider-Man 3, it is episode 84, so go check that out um, with David Luzader from Too Many Podcasts <laughs> to mention. But, um, and we get very distracted. Yes, it... We talk about Spider-Man Spider Three. We talk about Spider-Man Three for stuff. as long as a humanly possible. We believe without yeah. just us just sitting there railing on the movie. <laughs> but on the note of Spider-Man, we have new Spider-Man that we're able to talk about. Yes, we are going to this. This could be a full episode, but me and Ellie have a a topic we wanted to discuss. And I mean, we're probably gonna and the you're probably news is gonna take up thirty minutes of this, but we got a topic for you after this. But this could be its own topic: the Infinity War trailer. my gosh! Um, I, I want to make a few predictions. I know I tanked it during Star Wars with all my predictions for that. But I only want to make a few. I'm not going to do numerous episodes and stuff like that. Maybe. I will. But I want to make a few predictions. But what did everyone walk away from this trailer with, aside from having to pick your jaw up off the floor? Busy. Busy? That's too much. Why do you got to hate? <laughs> I... <laughs> okay, first off, I didn't say I hated it. I'm being realistically constructive. It's too much in that trailer. There's, I thought it was too much. There's... I say that there is more than you think there is because I think they're doing an editing job on a lot of stuff we're seeing. Yeah, yeah. I know. I, I said there's too much. That was my point. I. So, so, so you're saying that me, my, my crazy ramblings I'm going to go into in a few minutes are are null and void. All, all I'm saying is, I think that. Trailers, are you excited? I well, of course I'm. I'm always. That's excited. all we need to know. No, I'm going to keep talking. You can't silence me. <laughs> I wasn't trying to. <laughs> No, I I just think that sometimes, especially certain franchises, they try to give away too much. I don't think this is, though. Mm. I think they're purposely trying to misdirect people. Because mm -hmm. I think that there, there's characters that have not been shown. There's stuff that I've, I've kind of put together that I think there is, but I think I'm... I think I'm wrong, but I don't think I'm that wrong. We were talking about like the Hawkeye thing. He's, yeah, he's in it. Hawkeye but we have is not seen him still at all. Nowhere to be seen in this. Yeah. Well, like you know, after that was how I felt after I saw Age of Ultron. Like I felt like it was way too busy. Yeah. And then when I saw the trailer for Civil War, I thought oh, this could be another Ultron. But then I thought the Russos handled having so many heroes perfectly, and with them at the helm again for this, I'm like. I feel confident. I feel okay. confident that yeah. they will make sense of so much going on. Because there is, there's, they're like you, like we were talking about earlier. Uh, 
their fronts. There are yeah, several, okay. several things, and I'll let you get into that, but I think yeah. they are the ones who can do a great job and handle that. All right, my prediction is that um, there is going to be three different sort of fronts going on or three different teams that we're going to be keeping track of during the movie during the main chunk of the movie possibly the team one will consist of the first invasion force that comes to earth and that hits manhattan that will be tony stark spider-man and peter parker to begin with i mean sorry tony stark Peter Parker, Spider-Man, and Doctor Strange to begin with. I was there twice. Sorry, I I, I, I was thinking I, I was thinking Peter Quill is they they will meet up with Peter Quill and Gamora and Drax later. So then that's that's one of the teams I believe they are going to be fighting on an external planet, possibly his home world of Titan, um, Thanos' home world of Titan. There is also of course Groot. Um, Rocket Raccoon and Thor. I think they are going to be going somewhere to get Thor a new item. Now, Peter Dinklage is supposed to be in this, and I think he's one of the dwarves that helps make. Ooh. Now, there, there's a lot of people predicting that that, that he's going to be one of the um, one of the, the the Black Order thing and all that. I I say no. I think he's going to be one of the people that helps Thor make his new hammer. So I did just see, I wanted to actually ask you about that. I saw just yesterday where he said he was going to be in it, uh, Peter Dinklage, and I was yeah. going to ask you who you thought it was. I like that. I, 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 that's, that's, that's kind of my prediction. I think he would fit in great as just, you know, a little cameo role as, you know, he helps Thor forge a new hammer and stuff like that. And the part where Thor holds his hand up and there's lightning coming out of it, I think he's holding up his new hammer. But they digitally removed it, much like they did his eye. And I think, spoiler alert, by the way, I think Pop Figure spoiled something. Because there, there is a Pop Figure of Thor with his Three eye. eyes? No, uh, yeah, <laughs> yes. No, there, there's, a pop figure, there, there's a Pop Figure of Thor where he's like all lit up with like lightning, but both eyes are blue. So I'm wondering if they accidentally spoiled something. And you can see he's holding something. The Pop Figure's holding something in his hand. That looks like a hammer. So I think they might have accidentally spoiled the fact that maybe he gets his eye back somehow or something happens. If, if he doesn't, I'm not that that's that's not, not the focus, but that's the other team. Then the final team is protecting Vision and Wakanda because they because he has the of course the stone in his head. Sure. So then that is the team consisting of Black Widow, Vision, Falcon, War Machine, Bruce Banner, Captain America or Nomad, Black Panther, and all the Wakandans. Yeah. And the the person in the Hulkbuster, I think it's Banner. I think it's Banner using that to try to avoid going into Hulk form. Now, yes, you do later on see him in Hulk form later, but one, you can digitally put that in and remove it, sure. or two, he's trying to avoid going into the Hulk because as we remember with Thor Ragnarok, he doesn't want to keep turning into the Hulk because he's afraid he might not turn back. Yeah. So that is my prediction. And if you want my early prediction on who's going to bite it, Ellie, I don't know if you want to want me to go on or not. <laughs> um, well, you said it earlier and I heard you, so... Oh, right. Um, I, I, was, I was saying it for the podcast's sake. I think if, if you want my prediction on who's going to bite it, I think it's going to be Banner. I, I seriously think, and I have no evidence to support that. I just think... Taking out the Hulk would make a huge statement. Yeah. But I could be 100% wrong. I hope I'm 100% wrong. I hope I'm 100% wrong about all this. But it looks amazing. Everything I've seen. Oh, I can't wait. 
Um, yeah. Not sponsored by it, but I'm so glad I got Movie Pass. <laughs> <laughs> not sponsored, but man, I'm gonna go see that movie several times. Yeah, it's gonna be. It's gonna so, be good. It's so that good. is. So that's that. Um, Eric, thanks again for being on. Yeah, thanks um, again for having me. I always always love coming on and talking talking Nintendo or Simpsons or. What, whatever we or, pull you are on whatever. for. Whenever I'm on, I enjoy it. It's I, good we're going to go to a quick break, and then when we come back, we're going to be talking the Seven Deadly Sins anime. But um, When did you want to talk about... I thought you wanted me to talk about where I was going. That was at the end of the episode. Oh, is that going to be at the end? Yeah. Okay. I just want to make sure. Okay, well... Yeah. Ellie will recap what she's going to be up to for two weeks at the end of the episode, everyone. <laughs> so stay tuned to the end of the episode. Ooh, it's but, exciting. But in the meantime, Eric... Yes. If you want to let people know where they can find you on the internet. Me. Uh, my uh, my Instagram is, is probably where you'll find me most, which is Eric Berg, which is my name, A-R-I-C-B-E-R-G. And uh, that is also my Twitter handle, but Twitter is usually me, like, uh, I'm like every few days, like, oh, hey, let's see what's on Twitter. I use it more for searching, but I'll, I'll post the, the occasional random things, so look for me. All right, awesome. Well, thank you once again for joining us. Yeah. We're going to go to a quick break. We got a message from one of our other Dark Myths brethren. Brethren. Real quick. And we'll be back with our discussion on the Seven Deadly Sins anime. This is... Zing This. Hey, this is Toby from the Secret Transmission Podcast. I just wanted to let you know about our cryptid tournament that we're having all March long. It's called monster madness so we have eight different cryptids some you may recognize some you may not recognize all you have to do is like cryptid crate on either facebook instagram or twitter and then tell us which of the eight cryptids that are in this tournament you think will win that's it and you're entered and you have the possibility of winning a free cryptid crate that's usually 60 to 70 dollars worth of items and you will win it absolutely free but if you're interested in purchasing a cryptid crate you can go to cryptidcrate.com and use our promo code SECRETPOD and you'll save 20% on your first purchase. So if you like cryptozoology, Bigfoot, Loch Ness Monster, the Mothman, Chupacabra, whatever, you may find it in these crates. So come check out our tournament and check out cryptidcrate.com. And welcome back to Zing This. So, we, we, we apologize for this being late, sort of. Um, Ellie's got her voice back, so yay on that. But we've wanted to discuss Seven Deadly Sins for a while, which is an anime and a manga, and they have it on Netflix. Yes. Once again, not sponsored. And I would dare say that this ranks up in my probably top five animes of all time. I know I mentioned it previously when we were doing the discussion on Princess Mononoke, but I kind of saved any discussion knowing that this would come, would, would be coming very shortly. And we do have some responses from some people, but Ellie, we're kind of doing a mini legendarium, like a tiny legendarium on this because it's hard to discuss this because I've read all the manga up until like what's currently coming out. So I'll do what I can to discuss certain aspects that aren't spoilery about the characters, but there is a lot of mystery and a lot of lore wrapped up in all these characters. So what we're going to do is try to explain, you know, the world, 
the sins themselves and kind of what they're up against, I guess, in season one and into slightly touching on season two. And trust me, if, if I speak out of place, you will probably get a live reaction of Ellie screaming at me. <laughs> so um, I guess strap in for that because she might, like, like I said, if, if I say the wrong thing or d- divulge too much, then we might have a awesome on-air freakout by Ellie. So just make sure you don't. I, I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna toe the line today. All right, Ellie, <clears throat> tell us about this 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 anime, real quick. Get us get get us into the world. Um, well, it's the like knights and kings, and it's that type of environment. Uh, you have these holy knights that are to protect the kingdom, and um. And, and all that stuff. Yes. Um, so it, it's castle times, um, magic, stuff like that exists. Yep. Mm-hmm. Giants, fairies, dragons per se. Demons at yes. one point. Demons, goddesses, stuff like that. Yes. Because this takes place uh, 3,000 3, years after a great quote-unquote holy war that took place where it was like the demon clan versus the goddess clan right and like all of humanity and all of giants and all of fairies and everyone was all at war with each other all at one time and basically it kind of picks up with them trying to start a new holy war against the seven deadly sins and the reason for that is well um elizabeth is seeking out the seven deadly sins. Um, yep. Because she thinks there's treachery with the holy knights, and she yes. thinks that they are they are acting out on their own too much, and that she is the she's also the princess of the land too. Well, one of them. One of the three. She's yes. the youngest of the three, mm-hmm. and that she basically goes because they basically have kind of put her father under house arrest. And she's like, I, I want to save, you know, the kingdom and everything. So she goes and seeks out, you know, the seven deadly sins. Because even though they've got banished from the kingdom and are labeled as outlaws and, you know, everyone, you know, kill on sight. Because apparently 10 years ago, I, there's a lot of time jumping here. So I, I'm, I'm, once, once we're done with it, it's, it's pretty simple. There's, there's 3,000 years ago, which we don't need to worry about right now. Then there's 10 years ago, which you do need to worry about, because that's when the sin supposedly betrayed and murdered right. uh, one of the Grand Masters of the Holy Knights. Supposedly, they they obviously, if you want, I don't think this is a spoiler to say they didn't do it, per se. Mm-hmm. But um, they didn't do it, and they basically all kind of scattered. And basically, the place where they were at, everyone died. But it wasn't ever stated that they're the... Everyone claims they killed him, but none of them say that they killed their way out of that place. So that's kind of where this is set up. She goes out to find him, runs into a to a guy named um, Meliodas. Meliodas, who is, of course, the first sin. And he basically goes, hey, I kind of want to get all the sins together, too. And I want to help you know defeat these holy knights because I want to help you out, Elizabeth. And that's kind of the beginning of their journey. There's also a talking pig named Hawk. And yes. there is the um, Boar Hat, which is the tavern that Meliodas owns, which is on, talk, on top of Hawk's mom, who is a giant walking pig. Yes. Huge. Uh, one, one, okay, once Huge again. Huge pig. 
anime um 100 anime so they go off to find the other sins and they have you know adventures on this thing but you kind of learn stuff about the characters oh, and, and, about and the i sins. don't think we need to say it but just in case this is not kid appropriate it is not yeah i would i would definitely say it's not yeah. it, it 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 is teenager. I I'd say teenager yes. and up. Yeah. Um. There 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 is some comments that are made every now and then, but there's nothing too scandalous yet. There might be like it, it all depends on how they translate. Cause I like I, said, I know stuff that happens later. But um, do you want to go over the seven sins since they 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 they, they do show show wanted posters for each of them, and not only are the sins very power are very powerful like holy knights. But they also have what's called sacred treasures, and they also have unique abilities to themselves too. Mm-hmm. So, do you want me to go over those real quick? What each of them, what each of them, their sin, and there is backstory on what each of their sins actually means. Because there is actually backstory on why they each got their name. Right. I will not go into that though, because one, it has not been one hundred percent revealed for all of them, and right. two, not, not, in the not not in the first one, and I yeah. don't think it's been one hundred percent revealed in the manga to a certain extent for a few of them too. Actually, I think it's only one of them left now. They haven't really divulged, but they have. But they they, they get their names, and you can kind of so, some of them I can kind of touch on, but they also have sacred treasures which amplify their powers and are and like not super all of weapons. Them have their secret treasures. Correct. Tre- so if they don't have it or it's one that hasn't been brought up yet, I will edit out that. So let's go over them first. All right, the first So the first one mm-hmm. um you know, we can kind of all announce them and then we can kind of both talk about it. All right. Um but we have of course Meliodas. We'll start dra- with him. The Dragon Sin of Wrath. Yes. His um, unique ability is a ability called Full Counter. He can basically kind of by swinging his sword or swinging a object, he can repel any magic, magic-based attack, not physical, magic-based attack, back at the back at the person who did it to him at double power. He also has some other powers, but that's kind of the main one he has. And he, and as of course we said, he is the sin of wrath. So you kind of find out later a little. You you scratch the surface on what that means. So that's interesting. And he also is carrying around a broken hilt, right? As well, which which does come into play. Called in the it. dragon handle. Yes. Um, his sacred treasure has been revealed in the manga and in the. Now this, I will point out, they are running a course season, quote unquote, two in Japan. Um, they do talk about his sacred treasure, and I can simply just at least. Yeah, because the season two that you get on Netflix is just kind of yeah. like a bridging between. His sacred treasure is a sword, one-handed sword called Lost Vein. I will not explain what it does. It's just a short sword that he sold to buy the boar hat. So that's that's that, and like I said, don't forget, all these items amplify their powers a mm-hmm. lot more. So that is the first one we meet. So that is Dragonson Meliodas. And they don't really cover the sacred treasures until you see King. King, right? So the next sin we run into, um, and that's going to be Diane. Yes, Diane the the Serpent Sin of Envy, who is a giant, by the way. Yes. Um. Meliodas is a human per se. 
I'm going to just leave it at that. Well, you get hints very early on that yeah. there's something else going on with him. I, I'll, I'll say this. Um, <laughs> each of these people is technically from a different race, though I'm not going to go into depth on them unless it is blatantly pointed out. Except for one of them, because it's, it's very unique on what he is. Or it is. Um, so you have Deanne, who is a giant, who is the sin of envy. And I can kind of point out what her sin means. She's envious of, you know, people being regular size. Because she is, of course, a giant. Mm -hmm. um, her ability is called creation. And that allows her to basically manipulate the earth. And can create stuff with it. Which is, of course her giant abilities that but she also has an amplification when she has her gideon which is a giant hammer right which they do of course that 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 is the second sacred treasure that is revealed and that is obtained by her so so that's that's her i i like this character i think we should point out which one's our favorite too as we go through as well but um i, I like her a lot she um she's a really cool character and i I enjoy the fact that she's so, she she is very envious of not being you know normal size, but she sometimes just acts like she is normal size in certain regards towards people. But let's move on to the next sin we run into. Yes, um, Bon. Bon, the fox sin of greed, yep. and he's the one that I just mentioned. There's one that's kind of a weird one. He is human, but he yes. is immortal now, which apparently they kind of count as a different race. Right. He drank from the fountain of youth. I will not reveal the um, way it happens, right. but let's just say he's labeled as the sin of greed because he took immortal life. There is a twist to that, though. Um, his He is, of course, immortal. His ability is called Snatch, and he's able to basically snatch body part he basically can pull things to him and um that includes like something out of somebody's body like an organ or something which is something he is able to do and that's very cool well he, but he also can snatch powers so he can he, drain it's it's um he has his like fox hunt and stuff like that mm -hmm. or hunter's feast which um fox hunt if i remember correctly takes from an individual he's fighting hunter's feast takes from everything around him and there is limitations to how much he can take he just kind of maxes out apparently but he he's very cool I, I like him as a character he's um he he seems to be very um shallow as a character at first but then he gets a lot of depth to him i, right, I really like him um i really like him in that regard and yeah, I, I really want to talk about his backstory because, like I said, he gets blamed for a lot of stuff, and that's why he's called the Sin of Greed. But when you find out the the reason he's greedy is for a different reason, and it's not like he's I, – I, I wish I could say it, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to leave it at that. I'm going to leave it at that. Uh, his sacred treasure, though, is um, – oh. Yeah, I'm going to let you pronounce that one. I'm uh, – <laughs> Corch House? Uh, a basic okay i'm gonna i'm gonna reveal this right now um it's he he likes using it's basically like nunchucks but instead it's it's three parts to it instead of two it's a, basically a staff broken up with chains and he has one that's his sacred treasure but he had it stolen from him when he it's became a four section it's a four but the one yeah. he normally uses in the manga right now is i think three or okay. it might be four 
Anyways, he doesn't have it, and um, it hasn't. It, it is the only Sega treasure to still not be revealed to its fullest extent in the manga and in the TV show. You only see it during a flashback. So, the next sin we run into. Well, that would be King. Yes, King, who is... Do you remember his real name? Well, he's a... Well, he's a king of the fairies, but I can't remember what his full name is. Harlequin. Oh, that's right. King of the fairies. Yeah. Yes. Um, He is... A lot of these characters actually have some really weird interweavings to them in their backstory, but um, I'm not going to reveal anything with that. He is the king of the fairies. He is from the fairy clan and everything like that. He is the first one we run into that does have their sacred treasure already on them. Mm -hmm. And his sacred treasure, which tandems with his ability, his ability is called Disaster, which basically he's able to manipulate kind of... It plays off of his... Chastifold, which is his like spirit spear, which is made from the sacred tree, and it can take many, 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 many forms, and has many yes. different abilities. And he's the one that kind of explains to everyone what the what the potential of a sacred treasure is. Do you want me to say who his love interest is, or leave that out? Oh, sure. I mean, he is head over heels in love with Deanne, but can't tell her that. And there's a very interesting backstory on that that you are revealed to later. Yes. Um, he is actually... I'll, I'll say this right now. In the second season, they get into power levels and stuff like that. He is one of the weakest physically, but spirit energy, he's like ridiculously... Spirit and magic, he's like overpowered. Well, and they point out, too, that if he's fighting for himself, he's not very powerful. But, but if he's, he's fi- yes. protecting and fighting for his family, friends, that kind of thing, then mm-hmm. he's like ridiculously And strong. that's something else that is important to fairies, because that's how they gain their wings. Mm-hmm. That, that, that can contribute to that. So that's something... And, and we can't not go away from King without talking about Oslo. Oh, his dog? Yes. Um, you can handle that one. I, I don't have my notes on him right now. <laughs> well, he's a black hound. Um, and he he doesn't really show him too much until later in the first season because he's afraid that Meliodas doesn't want him around. Mm-hmm. But he has a great, um, great ability to where he can grow several times in size and teleport anything that he consumes to another location. Yes. So that obviously helps out at the end of the season. Yes. Um, <laughs> so Not going to say who, but right. it's a mouthful. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So I just think he's kind of cool. I like his, his, his pet dog. All right. Um, the next sin we run into. Um, Gother. Gother. The goats. Oh, I forgot to say uh, King is the grisly sin of sloth. Yes. Forgot to say that for him. Gother is the goat sin of of lust mm-hmm. and he is introduced he also um just fun fact real quick is in possession of his sacred treasure already he, he has his twin bow herit which is not a physical bow it's kind of a like it's something to where it he kind of pulls it out like um you it, know in bleach it's it's kind of like a a magical thing that comes out um when he needs it right that's like just like bleach yeah there's a character in bleach that 
he has the glove, but he kind of like draws it and it looks, yes. he, he pulls it out, but and it's like a bow. Yes. Yes. So you have, um, and he doesn't really understand humans to I, an extent. I love him. You, you, you like Gother? I love Gother. Gother is so interesting. It's really neat and refreshing to just observe him and hear how he talks and, and relates and kind of processes things. By the way, his um, ability is invasion, which basically he can use his bow to shoot an arrow, a light arrow basically, and invade somebody's mind. Yes. Or multiple peoples at a time, too. Yes. I I really do like him. Like I said, he's really interesting just to... Just to watch. Okay, can I can I say something real quick? Yeah. He is human in appearance, and that's all I'm going to say on that. Yes. Okay. All right. I'm I'm um, I'm leaving that because it's. I think you're going to get a fun surprise but when you find out what he is. He's um. It's like he's processing everything. He he doesn't get the whole like literal type yeah. thing. You know, things kind of go over his head sometimes when you're talking to him because he really... and He's, he's, he's vaguely the, like Drax. Since we mentioned it earlier, he's kind of like Drax in the sense of he's very literal with his stuff to where if someone, you, yeah. someone said, oh, you know, this is going over your head, he could be like, nothing can go over my head. I'm too quick. I'd, gr- I'd grab it. Like, yes. like he, he is basically Drax, but to like the nth degree i think well and he's really interesting too like when you first see him Mm -hmm. in the season one um he's an extreme strategist too like when he does what he does and everybody's like did he just do that yeah because he processed this the situation and he was like that was the best possible outcome that's why i did that i'm not saying what it was because i don't want to spoil individual episodes um and and later on in the season when they go to get somebody back, he does the same thing. You know, he uses a certain power to try to eliminate people dying. So it's, it's I like the way his mind works. Where he Another kinda... funny thing is, um, I know it hasn't really been tackled yet, but there is times where he try where he goes, I'm calculating this, and it goes completely against it, and he goes, this isn't basically his response to something not going the way it's supposed to go to his calculations is really funny too. So that's that's that that's great, and like I said, he is human in appearance, mm-hmm. and that's all I'm going to say. So, the next sin we run into. Merlin. And this is the final sin that we will meet in season one, right. but during the beginnings of a holy war, I'll explain, we, we technically meet the final sin during that. So, we have Merlin, the boar sin of gluttony. Super sexy. Yes. Um, female, by yes. the way. Female yes. Merlin. Um Almost like Dragon Age, the chicken Dragon Age. Now, her sacred treasure really isn't shown that much. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't. Does it make an appearance? Because I know she has it. It her. It's it's the Morning Star Odwin. Yeah. Odin. Odin. And um. Odin. Ah. Uh, uh, that word. I mean, I don't know. Alden. Alden, yes, there we go. Okay. Her, it's the Morning Star, Alden. Alden. I'm gonna keep mispronouncing it. Apparently, Alden. There we go. So, um, 
And it's just like this orb that she kind of has that she can sort of funnel her magic through. Mm -hmm. Or it also can work as a crystal ball. It can do, it's basically kind of whatever she needs to have it be. But something interesting I'm going to point out is it is called the Morning Star. You know who else was referred to as the Morning Star? A lot of this does... Lucifer! Hold on, hold on, hold on. (laughs) A lot of this does take from Arthurian legend. All these characters are part of Arthurian legend or have some, some factor in it. And there actually is a character called Arthur, who is King Arthur in it. Mm-hmm. So, um, there, there's that. But it's very interesting because the Morning Star is referring is could be a reference to Lucifer. So it could be a re- re- reference to something demon in origin. Um, do you want me to reveal what her magical ability? I mean, her ability is though. Um, I mean, being that we are just discussing. The show on Netflix, if it's not in the show, I would say no. It's called Infinity, and it has to do with her magic, and that's it. Okay. That's all I'm... Because they haven't fully explained it in the manga either, to an extent. So, I'm going to leave it at that, but it's very interesting. Once again, she is human in appearance. But, now we can move on to the final... Now, now you, you you haven't mentioned who your favorite one is, unless yours is the last one. Oh, God, my favorite. You know, that is a hard one. I love aspects of all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, By the way, i like to give a quick shout while Ellie's thinking to at Porg Knight. Uh, they actually commented back to us and said that Meliodas was their favorite. Awesome. And they, they, they use the image of when he is in his... um Demon form? I was going to say, it's it's called <laughs> berserk form. It's, it's called his berserk form. But yes, when he's in his partial demon form actually when it's just scratching the surface of his demon yeah, just, form just the, uh just fighting the, and he um, used that, so I, that, I, that was very cool. i'm not sure I, I don't want you to answer the question but um uh, being that i've only watched the anime i haven't watched okay uh, i've I mean, been being I good i've been being read good the manga i've been being good um i really want to see him go like full <laughs> full on oh, demon like crazy i i am looking forward to that so soon I, yes soon yes yes you get a glimpse of it at one point you, you, you get a glimpse but I i'm gonna say, say there's that one part where he goes kind of out of control but are you talking about the part where he's fighting halberm mm-hmm. that's nothing yeah, that's that, what I'm saying. There, there's the part during the final battle where he also has the demon mark appear and he kind of goes a little crazy, but that's still nothing compared to Yeah, but to he what... still is kind of, he's more in control of that fight, though, than he is the fight. I'm going to I'm gonna. I mean, you know respond. what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, yeah, I was about to say, I don't want to spoil it, but there, 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 there's a catch with that. Yeah, so. All right, so the final sin, the final one of the seven deadly sins is... The Lion Sin of Pride, Lord Escanor. And I bet you're wondering, wait a second, I haven't seen another one. Well, during the signs of a holy war where the beam shoots into the sky, it shows a guy carrying boxes into a cave with glasses on. That is Escanor. That's the first time you see him. And that's the only time as of right now. He is in the opening credits for this for the next part of the series. For a brief, like, split second, you just see, like, him come down out of the sky, and then you see, like, the the um, the symbol on his back, and then that's it. So, this is my favorite. I know he hasn't been in the show yet. 
But man, once he gets there, oh my gosh, he he's definitely my favorite. Um, so I think you need to pick a different favorite because okay, we don't fine. really see him out in- of ones revealed so far. Yes. Meliodas would definitely be up there, but I'm gonna kind of go with I'm gonna be greedy and go with the fox and agreed Bon. Okay, I, I, I like him. I, I like where his character goes, and I like the twist on like that. He is greedy, but in a completely different way. Than you so think. I, I think for me it would be a tie. Um, I think it would have to be Meliodas and and Gother. A really? tie between okay. the two of them. I I, I like Meliodas a lot. Yeah. I like Meliodas a lot, but my reasoning for liking Meliodas comes really a lot more with oh. if, if 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 I could talk about more stuff that happens. Right. But once again, if it's ones that have been revealed. It would be Meliodas, but I like Bond more. I like Meliodas when the news when where where the manga goes to a certain extent. But Escanor, hands down, once he's introduced, once he gets going, he is just hands down like amazing. Everything he does is is just so awesome. So that's I really like the character, and I can't wait to see him in the in the anime. They haven't gotten to him yet still to to show him fully, but. Um, just explaining him real quick, and I'm going to. This is this. Will, if there's a part I'll get yelled at, it will happen right now, people. So buckle up. No, S- I'm seriously though. I got it. He's not in the show yet, so you really should not describe I'm just, him. I'm no. just gonna explain. No. Just no, no. <sighs> but I had all the re- no, no. He's not in the show. You- I can't explain his power because the me explaining his power would be too much. I'm calling to order Zingness Court. I can't even explain his sacred treasure? No. So, people, I'm going to let everyone know. This discussion is based off of the anime that has been released in the U.S. so far. We have not seen this character in described his powers. So, therefore, it is irrelevant to talk about in this discussion... I rule it not allowed. Fine. (laughs) (sighs) See, Zinger wants to cheat because he's read the manga and he has more information. I wasn't going to... I was just going to talk about his sacred treasure. No. I can't talk about his ability because it's a spoiler thing. No. It has nothing to do with this discussion. Ugh, Fine. Alright, so that was our discussion on Seven Deadly Sins. <laughs> well, that was the discussion on the people. Yes. Um, we have to say... Well, on the sins. We yes. haven't really discussed... Well, there, there, there is a lot of holy knights and other supporting oh, cast and stuff. Of, yes, exactly. We could go on and on. I mean, the thing that, that everybody needs to keep in mind, it is so well written. Yes. The... The kind of like what you said earlier, the interactions between the characters is amazing. Like you, as you watch the show, it's amazing how interconnected everybody is. I will say this though, and the, mind you, I, I am saying this out of love for this show. Give it a few episodes. It, it's one of those shows that it it's you might get hooked on episode one. But I know for me, like, I watched episode one, and I really liked, like, certain aspects, but it took about to episode eight to where I was, like, hooked. Oh, I disagree. I, well, I, I'm just, I'm just letting people know that, that, that once, once they get to that fight turn, once they get to that fight festival, that's where I was, like, 
this is I before I was like, oh, this is like this is going okay. And then once that happened, I was like, it's on. No, see, I disagree. I mean, there is some amazing moments that happened before that. It it like I said before. All right, I'm saying that in this regard. Because apparently if I watch one more episode of Gurren Logan, which I will do at some point, I was at like the peak of if I had watched that next episode, there was no way I would have stopped watching it. So I'm just letting people know, here's the point you need to watch to. And if you don't like it after that, it's maybe not for you. Yeah, I mean, because this dives pretty quick into really the the relationship between Elizabeth and Meliodas. And pay attention to stuff mentioned. Pay yes. attention to flashbacks. I can tell you this. There is some callbacks that they are at 250 issues of the manga. And there's stuff that is still being called back to the first few issues now happening so yeah that's that's that, that's the well, thing if you pay the attention whole, the whole relationship between the two of them mm-hmm. and you know when you i think this isn't until the the um bridging for episodes um where yeah. they kind of start mentioning or getting more information about their seem to be a lot of similarities between elizabeth and this chick that they keep calling back to all right no one on Twitter spoil anything for her. Ellie, what is your predictions about stuff that will happen in Season 2? I will not confirm nor deny anything. I just would like to know where you think the series is going to go. Um, well, I think you're going to find out more about Meliodas mm-hmm. and how demon he is. Because they kind of hint that he has demon blood. Like they all kind of were infused with stuff. Some of the some of the bad guy quote good yeah. guy characters because there's a whole flip at one point get infused with demon blood, but they allude to the fact that he they they straight up say he's a demon. Right, but I I think that I think there's going to be something to the effect of just the way they talk about the similarities of elizabeth we know elizabeth is a goddess uh, or descendant of a goddess or whatever the, the case um, may be scion of a goddess basically well i'm gonna say what they said in that that she is like a prophet of them mm-hmm. but i'm just gonna leave it she at that can channel she can channel goddess energy yes um so but all the goddesses by the way are locked away along with all the demons are supposed to be locked away too or the, the, the goddesses don't have, have um, physical forms at the right, moment. Right. The demons are all locked away. Um, yeah, that's that's the proper... Yeah, and, and I think it's going to be that whole, like, forbidden love, like, Meliodas is a demon, Elizabeth's a goddess. Um, so, so you're thinking like, that she's a full goddess instead of being someone who can change. Well, you know, like Dante, if we're going to reference that again, okay. how the mother yes. was yes. an angel, yes. father, right? I, I think that that was, that's what kind of started this whole thing. Like some kind of Romeo and Juliet forbidden love thing. All right. Where Meliodas being the bad side, there was a goddess involved, that kind of thing. Because obviously if, um, and, and they show how the goddesses really hate him. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of. So he but obviously they, had to have You missed had... something important, though, that they pointed out. His own demon... Cl- they, they said, your own kinsmen don't even want you either. 
Well, because I he betrayed them somehow, right? Yes. I mean that. That's I'm the, not going to say what exactly, I'm just saying but that's the but that, that's that's very important. How they point out that not only do we hate you, but so do your kinsmen, and technically everyone else should hate you too. Right. So, I think there's some kind of something to that effect is brewing of what happened in the past, um, and you just haven't been told it yet to the fullest extent. Um, but I know, I just, I feel like there's more to Elizabeth than we're seeing. Um, and she's a descendant or something of someone he was involved with some 3000 years ago, because it it just seems like they have such a connection, but he's more connected to her. All right. You know, so I don't know. There's something from that aspect. But I'm excited. I can't wait Once to again, see more about nobody it. Once again, nobody online spoil anything. <laughs> I don't get online that much anyway. So. I mean, I mean, through our Twitter. Don't yeah. tweet at Ellie, please. This, I don't want her to tell, tell her if she's right or wrong. All right. So what do you think? Do you think Merlin's a human? Or do you think there's something more to her, too? No, I don't think she is. I mean, because they... They always allude at the fact that they all are from different races or races-esque. Yeah. Yes. Um, what about Gother? You have any thoughts? I don't know. I just love him or her or it. Or... I go with it. Okay. That's that's <laughs> uh, by by the way. I was like, eh. I'm not going to spoil it, but it would be the technical term for what he is. <laughs> It, she, it, what he, it, it is. It, it, God, I wish I could explain because I sound like a horrible person, but trust me. Yes. I'm excited, like I said, I'm, I'm excited to see more about these characters that are just awesome and I love them and I can't wait. All right, fine. I got a final one for you then. Why do you think I love Escanor so much? I don't know. No, no, no predictions on, on what the Lions and a Pride could be. I don't know anything about that character. I can't really make a prediction on it. Well, you saw that that, that, that little guy carrying in things. And I confirmed that is him. Nothing? No. All right. Any other predictions before we, <laughs> before we end it? Because this, 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 see, knowing what I know, this is really fun for me. Hmm. No, because I don't really think that they gave you too much in that little that four episode thing to know what yeah. he what, what I mean it had a cute little episode of oh so you're, so you're saying the signs of a holy war yeah signs of a holy war was more kind of explaining you know certain powers that some of the people had and sort of showing them off like what Meliodas can sort of do and what Bong can tr- sort of do and to an extent about that cage match yes and to an extent what the perfect cube is because that's that's if, if you want a signature move Merlin has, that perfect cube's high up there mm-hmm. on it. Um, but I think the more important thing was Dreyfus. Showing that Dreyfus is somehow still alive. Any thoughts on yes, that? Yes, I know. I don't know. That one... That so one it kind of showed something around his eye at one point. Yeah, that one was a little... Kind of something like Meliodas has. Mm. But um, also Hendrickson's still alive. Mm-hmm. And they've they've released the Ten Commandments, which I'm just gonna say this about them: they are basically they are what the they are the Demon Clan's version of the Seven Deadly Sins, but they are far far more powerful. So with that, 
I think we, we have we have given people a good taste, and I have avoided, I guess, being <laughs> beaten senseless with the Thor hammer, but still rendered judgmentified. Yes. Which I uh, favorite character. Robbed. Anyways, definitely check out this show. Um, let us know what you think of it. Um, we vaguely spoiled some stuff, but it trust me. Like I said, this I don't say this lightly, this easily top five animes I've watched. And I've only there's only one season available. I know I've read all the manga. That's I would to, say top ten for, for me. you. I I'd easily top five. But for I me. watch a lot more than you do too. Though. You do, but I have a very selective palate. I'd like to say no. Mm. New to the Dark Myths Collective, Southern Grimoire with K. D. Burr. Listen to your favorite village witch explore unsolved crimes. Few have heard of the Butcher of Oklahoma City, who earned his name for the gruesome way he disposed of his victims. Mysteries. Rumors and questions about the monstrous brothers persisted. It was agreed that the Carter's bodies should be exhumed and investigated, but their caskets were empty. Legends. The man was terrified to see the creature crawl out of the field and begin to sprint, running alongside his car at incredible speeds. He'd only heard of skinwalkers and his grandmother's stories. And haunted history. Castle Frankenstein was a real place in Germany. And in 1673, Johann Dippel was born there. Southern Grimoire with Katie Burr. Listen at southerngrimoire.buzzsprout.com or on your favorite podcast platform. All right, everyone. Welcome back, Ellie. You've been teasing it for. I think, I think you've been teasing it. <laughs> well, no, you were actually teasing it in the Spider-Man episode last okay. week. So, okay. you you want to explain to our loyal fans why they will not be hearing your voice for two weeks? Well, because I like to travel, mm-hmm. and I am going to Florida mm-hmm. to go have some fun. And I cannot wait. I will be going for the second time to the Wizarding World of Harry Potter theme park. Yes. So when she comes back, she'll be fresh from that and ready to go into our Harry Potter discussions. I know. I'm so excited. If nobody, uh, if anybody out there are Harry Potter fans and they have never been to this park, it's, well, it's in Universal and Islands of Adventure. But... Mm. The parts of the park, that's the Harry Potter part. Whew, that's a tongue twister. Um, it is so crazy. It's, it's, it's so true to the source material. You'd be so amazed about all of the little details that they put into this to just make it so authentic. Don't you have a wand that you carry with you that can open doors and stuff? You, um, well, you can, you have to buy one of the interactive ones yeah. at the park. Uh, they'll they'll set you back about fifty, okay. um, <laughs> but um, there are. Spo- you, you can share it with your family, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're just getting one, okay. and we will all share. Um, but there are parts throughout the whole park, both both of them islands, yes. the the one on the islands adventure side and the universal side, um, that have things that'll interact and it'll it'll do air quotation spells. All right, you know when you. When you go up to it, you, you'll see a symbol, and you you know do stuff with it with the wand, and it'll 
Like there's one part where it makes, there's like an umbrella and it makes it look like the water shot out of oh, it. Oh, cool. Yeah, so it, it has, a, it's really cool. It is really cool. Um, but you can get uh, Green Gots money. Mm-hmm. You can do an owl post where you can send stuff, postcards and stuff back home and they make it look like it came from the owlery. Owlery? I can't say it. Um they have it where you can, there's one of the rides, if you don't want to ride the ride, you can actually take a tour and walk through the castle, which okay. is really, I didn't do that last time, so that's All something. Right. So there's some stuff that I didn't do last time that I'm excited about doing, and of course, butterbeer and all the good sweet treats and honey dukes, and I'm just excited. I can't wait. All right. Well, <laughs> like I said, she'll be back um, in two weeks on the podcast. I'll try to put some pictures up. So follow her on Twitter. Yes. Um, I'll if she forwards them to me, I'll try to put them up on our Instagram as well. Yes, and tweet them through our main channel and everything. Um, really quick, Ellie, let me put you on the spot with something real quick. Mm. So, why for the two episodes that you were not on for, we covered Evil Dead Two and Princess Mononoke. Would you mind explaining <laughs> to the audience your side of any argument that might might have been had during that time, in the sense of? Why did me and Phil have to discuss um, Evil Dead 2? And you w- did not want to be a part of that. for I mean, for you not being able to speak, but do you have any other reasons you'd like to state now for the for the listening audience? I don't give a crap about Evil Dead. Painful. All right. Sorry. Um, and then when I had Rumor Flies <laughs> and 3 play on, we discussed Princess Mononoke. Any comments to that one? It's an anime. All right. Movie. All right. No other follow-up to that? No. All right. There's your reasoning, people, for why Ellie was not on those episodes. Besides her not being able... I couldn't talk. She could not speak, but I I picked... I made sure to pick two topics that I knew that she would not want to be a part of. So I just wanted our listeners to know that she (laughs) she was okay with us picking those, and that was her contributing to those two episodes. Yes. So if you want to edit that in... Before you listen to those episodes, yes, that's 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 what Ellie probably would have contributed. Just in case you were wondering my opinions. There you go. Yes. All right. Well, with that, Ellie, I guess it's time to wrap up this episode. Okay. So, what's some of the best places to find? A- oh, wait. Sorry. Let's start with this one. Um. So we are part of the Dark Myths Podcast Collective. Go on there and check out some awesome podcasts. Um. You heard the stuff from Secret Transmission. They're doing their monster madness tournament which if you tune in this friday the 23rd to their episode you might hear a familiar screaming voice on there (laughs) it's not ellie by the way (laughs) i didn't have a voice yes and i didn't afterwards so in all fairness (laughs) it was it was fun so definitely check out stuff like that of course we had rumor flies on recently um check out their podcast as well they, they do a great job of, like, colloquialisms and stuff like that to where they check out, you know, rumors, stuff like that. Uh-huh. And by the way, I was able to get a great thing from them on how to handle if you're eating hot peppers or hot sauce and how to basically neutralize it pretty quickly. You're still going to – it's still going to burn you, but it's a way to – if you want a quick way to cool off your mouth – Check out that. They also have some great... Um, they just did a sports episode where they had a ton of sports myths and stuff like that, including talk, talking about Babe Ruth himself and if he was drinking and eating a ton of hot dogs during the games. <laughs> so check out Rumor Flies and Secret Transmission. 
as well as Southern Grimoire. That's the other ad you heard today. And um, that's part, they're, they're all part of darkmyths.org like we are. So you can also find me talking Star Wars stuff every week over on Knights of Vader. Uh, you can find us on Stitcher, Google Play. You can find our podcast, Zygnus, on Stitcher and Google Play, tuned in. Apple Podcasts. If it's on Apple Podcasts, Ellie, what do you do? Five-star review. We greatly appreciate it, and it goes a long way to helping us out on the podcast. If you want to join us on Facebook, you can, of course, go to... Zing this. You can tweet at us at Zing this. And if you, I tell you what, if you do check out um, Seven Deadly Sins, let us know who your favorite sin is. Pork yes, Knight did. Yes, please. Um, so you can also find us on Instagram at Zing This Podcast. You can also, if you want to contribute to the podcast, go to www.patreon.com slash Zing this. And tell you what, for the $1 level, I'll explain why Escanor is awesome. There you go. Within See? the next week or so, I will do an explanation on why Escanor is awesome. So that way, that can get out now. As opposed to later on when we probably do a follow-up to this episode. Because we love this show, so obviously we will discuss it again. Um, You can email us directly at... Zingness at gmail.com. You can also go to our T Public site. Yep. And that's going to be www.tpublic.com slash Zingness. And I'll be putting up the final Spider Man logo one very soon. So definitely keep an eye out for the Spider-Fied logo for that. Um, A.A. Ron does our, is our sound guy. Chris Lo, Chris Zinger does <laughs> our, logo. Chris Logo does our zingers. Um, Woo! Chris Zinger does our logos and they are of course modified by Toby. And finally, DJ Golden Boy. 89. Play us out. Sorry, hold on. Let me open this cheese. <laughs> I'm starving. Get my podcast of cheese. <laughs> well, at least I got our outro tonight. <laughs> okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. Now, I know what you're thinking. You just saw that UFO land. The occupants don't seem to be at home. And you just want to lick that thing. All the kids are doing it, and it seems like the cool thing. But it isn't. Licking UFOs causes hallucinogenic, yeast, narcotic-induced karyokinesis, otherwise known as Hynek. Symptoms include electrocution, bleeding gums, tongue rash, mouth sores, flatulence, gastrointestinal disorders, enlightenment, an understanding of why space pancakes don't have salt, flatulence, the urge to consume copious amounts of Tic Tacs and or eggs and or Mentos, the ability to speak Sasquatchese, vomit, diarrhea, an undeniable urge to sing the song Satellite by Dave Matthews Band. Satellite. Oh, God, stop it. A sudden urge to mate with Venetian women. Flatulence. The inability to stop saying, Houston, we have a problem. Time slips. Telepathy. Death. And flatulence. I know it may seem cool to lick UFOs, but is it really worth it? Don't lick the UFO. The more you know. 
This message paid for by the Our Strange Skies podcast.